Hello, everybody. I'm Sam. And I'm MK. And this is East Coast Haunts. So today we are traveling down south to Florida. Mary Kate, where are we visiting today? We are going to the happiest place on earth, Walt Disney World. So I think that there's a lot of folklore surrounding Disney himself and Walt Disney World and um, Disneyland yeah. because most people have been there or have at least heard of it. Yeah. I think everyone's heard of it. And there's lots of ghost stories. Um, Walt's life itself was like a little bit kind of filled with death like we're going to talk about. So there's there's a lot of macabre <laughs> like energy surrounding Disney. Yeah, and it's, it's so interesting just because it's like, you know, the happiest place on earth, this place for kids and happiness, but it's got some dark secrets. It does. It's weird because there's also like weird phenomena and weird history behind the parks too yeah as well as like we're gonna end this episode on a happy note yeah because it is after all the happiest place on earth and we're gonna give you some fun disney like behind the scenes facts and stuff but before we get into this i did just want to say because this is east coast haunts we're only going to be covering haunts and weird occurrences from the parks in orlando florida and not any of the other Disney parks. So no Disneyland, no Disney Paris, Tokyo, nowhere. Just we're East Coast. Just Island. Disney World. But if there's a demand for it, please let us know because we can do a Patreon bonus series on all the other Disney parks because they are not lacking. Yes, on they're all themselves. very haunted. All very haunted. But for today, we're just focusing on Disney World. So before we get started, Mary Kate, I have three questions that I want to ask you to get to know your Disney personality a little bit. I have a couple of questions for you. Oh, how convenient. Okay, so my first question for you is, and this is a very controversial one, do you like the turkey legs at Disney? I love the turkey okay. legs at Disney. Yes. How about you? I haven't had one in years and years and years but I've had a craving for, I told you this a couple months ago, <laughs> I've had a weird craving for a Disney turkey leg for like the past three months. They literally <laughs> are so good. I just did, I remember so good. when I was little, um, I was like, I had the stomach bug and I was looking through a photo album and there was a picture of your mom eating a, um, a turkey, turkey leg at Disney <laughs> and I, I saw food, so I like threw up. <laughs> oh, but otherwise... Otherwise, I, they smell so... I, I really want one. They're, like, smoky and salty. They're... I know they're, like, kind of, like, barbaric. I like, know, You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're like, like just like ripping meat off and this there was, gigantic <laughs> But that's the fun of it. Exactly. There was a rumor that um the the turkey legs were made out of, like, emu or something. Like, what? years and years ago. It was obviously fake. But I just, but I always think about that when I think of the turkey legs. But they get so much hate, and I don't think it's warranted. I agree. I feel like, I feel like turkey legs don't deserve the, the amount hate. of negative attention. They're they almost get. like as Disney as, like the Mickey pretzels or like, or like the, the Mickey, Mickey um, ice the creams. dipped ice cream. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So okay, I'm glad I, we're on the same page. When I think of Disney snacks, I think of a turkey leg. So therefore. It's gotta be top on the list. I Even if you don't like it, you have to admit it's like iconic. It is iconic. My second question for you is, what's your favorite pavilion or country in Epcot? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you asked this, actually. My favorite one is the Moroccan pavilion. Ooh, yes! I don't know if that's like a sleeper pick or if that's... That one is definitely... I know the least about... It's definitely the prettiest. 
I love the Moroccan pavilion. A second runner-up is the Mexico pavilion. Because right. that has my favorite ride in Epcot, which is the oh, Three Caballeros I ride. that one. Yes. That one's so fun. But the reason that the Moroccan pavilion is my favorite is because when I went to Disney right after I graduated high school with, like, my three best friends, mm-hmm. um, we were exhausted and so hot. And we had spent like all day walking around Epcot and we were like, we just need to pop in somewhere and get like an ice cold water. So we walked into the Moroccan restaurant yeah. and the waiter was the sweetest guy we've ever met. Aww. He gave us free water. He gave us free Moroccan mint iced tea, which I still have cravings for like sometimes. And then he brought out like a trial platter, like a charcuterie board of yeah. like, all the dishes that they served at that restaurant just because he like liked us and honestly the fact i mean at disney where like water costs like seven dollars per sip like that is impressive it was that means even more he was so nice and he was from morocco so we looked up how to write thank you in arabic and then like left him a bigger tip because he was so sweet so nice and he was like so grateful for that but that experience just made morocco like It'll forever it's solidified. be my favorite pavilion. And all the mosaics like are so are gorgeous. Pretty. Yes. Um, and also, I love how in Morocco they have the, the oh, like the marketplace, the I bazaar. Love, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. how they have like the bazaar, in uh, and they have like the lamps and stuff. I don't know. It, it, that one's really really cool. That one's awesome. What's your favorite pavilion? My favorite, I think I also have two. I do have to say Mexico as one of yes, them. Yes, which Mexico. I know it's basic, but like it's just so good. Oh, and then my so other good. one, I think, is Norway. Because I used to love, and I think you did too, that ride, the Maelstrom ride. Yeah, the Mael- yeah Maelstrom, whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and that, I we loved that. I ride. was terrified of that ride, actually. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, like the, when you um, see the trolls and the yes, polar bears, and then you go backwards. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I loved it. I I think I grew to appreciate that ride. I'm sad that it's gone now because I, know. I feel like it would be one of my favorites. But I love the Norway Pavilion. I know it's so fun. They have like really good little pastries and stuff like in that little shop. And they have that giant like sculpture of a troll. Yes, I, I have, have so many pictures. With that. Next day. Okay, we're gonna have to post those on the Insta <laughs> so that people aren't like face reveal. <laughs> um, and then my final question for you is: Which resort, if if money were no object, which resort would you go to? Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you, and I'm going to say, even if money were not an object, Port Orleans Resort, like the ah, Riverside one, yeah. is my favorite. You were there not, not too long ago. That right? was the one that I stayed yeah. at with my high school friends. Okay. Which, oh, wait, so that was like, four, that was like five, five years, years ago. ago at this point, <laughs> but I think that's the most recent time I was at okay. Disney, which is kind of crazy. Have you been recently? I went right as I was turning 21. Okay, right after so. I turned 21. So it's been like almost three years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but no, that's a good choice. I also really like, I've always loved Wilderness. Like Wilderness I love Lodge. Wilderness. I love that one for some reason. I also love Animal Kingdom. We that stayed there yeah. together. Yeah, we just stayed there yes. together, yeah. And that was when um, we like woke up one morning and there was just a giraffe outside our yes. room. Yes. Yes. Um, Priceless. Okay, my question for you is, Besides turkey legs, what is your favorite park snack? So I definitely do, I mean, most of the allure, a lot of the allure of the Disney World food is like 
the aesthetic and the yes. Instagram ability. I'm guilty oh, of buying something because it looks pretty. Oh, come on. I feel like everyone is. So pretty much anything Mickey shaped. I mean, like I love the, like the chocolate dipped. Um, those, those are the best yeah. ones. And I also, I really do like the Mickey pretzels, like with like the side I of cheese. I've never had one of those. Okay. It's, and it comes with like a side of cheese. If you want, like, there's um, Disney Food Blog. Have you ever watched that? Yes. Okay, my... And they call it plastic cheese. Yes. <laughs> and, like, that's what it is, but it's so good. And then also the... Sorry, I'm giving you so many answers. No. The um, caramel apples that are, like, dressed up like different things. Yes, I love yeah. those. Those are, like... At Disney Springs. Yes. I think those oh, are so fun. I love those. Like, they're kind of hard to eat, like, really hard to eat, like, while you're walking around the park. So, like, but... I usually... I think we would, like, get them cut or something. But, like, they're just so cute. I that love is them. so cute. Okay, I what's love yours? Those. Um, if I had to... I am a huge fan of the Dole Whip. Oh my gosh, yes! The Dole, Dole Whip is, is so good. good. Um, very good one. I am like, I also just like the popcorn. Like, I love, I love, I never love had, popcorn. The, pop, the popcorn, like, has a cult following. Did you yes. know this? Yes, like the, I like the, the popcorn, popcorn buckets. buckets. Yeah. But my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to watch on TikTok is the what I eat in a day at Disney. Oh my god, They're yes. They're addicting. I, like, live vicariously that me too i want to move to like orlando and just film those like my whole life that would be so fun imagine that being your job i know that oh my god i love those videos are the best i could i literally could watch those all day and then one of the ones that i really want to try is that like spicy sweet and spicy like chicken waffle sandwich that sounds amazing it's it's in magic kingdom i have to try it that sounds so good and now they have all these like crazy dollop flavors i know like it's not just they have like the coco moco something from moana that sounds delicious i look so oh the coca coca mora oh yeah like like, like, little little coconut coconut guys that like shooter with the darts yeah moana is a phenomenal movie by the way we've been talking about moana a lot the past two days yes we have (laughs) conversations (laughs) all right so what is your favorite ride? Okay, this is kind of out there. I really like Spaceship Earth, the one where you. I go love Spaceship Earth. People the hate golf it. ball ride. Yes, the golf ball ride, and I used to be scared of it when I was little because of all like the mannequins look so creepy. I love it. I think it's so interesting, and I, just I think want it's to, so fun. I want to get out of the ride and be able to just like walk around, like look at all the different things. It's so cool. I love that ride, and also I think that. All the details that they put in there, like when you pass Michelangelo or Michelangelo, yeah, Michelangelo painting the ceiling of the Sistine yes. Chapel, or when you go through Rome when it's burning and you can, or the you can burning smell, of the yeah. Alexandria Library, it's the so Library good. of Alexandria, it's so interesting, it's right? so good, and it's like the quintessential Epcot ride. Yes, it is. I think I know what yours is, but go ahead and say it. You definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Good. I'm a huge fan. I always have been, always will be. It's just a classic. It's you know? so fun. Anything with the animatronics, I just love. Me too. It's so, it's just so fun. The animatronics at Disney also, they've stepped their game up recently, I feel like, you know. I know, you know, I'm interested to see, I'm going to go to the Hall of Presidents. Like, I never thought I would say that. I have, like, a couple of fun facts about Spaceship Earth and the Hall of Presidents. They're connected in a way. Ooh, okay. So, That's kind of interesting. Clickbait. All right, well, let's get started. Further ado, yeah, okay. let's jump right into it. Awesome. So, let's take a moment and ask ourselves why would Disney World be haunted? True. There's really no negative energy there. It is, for a reason, called the happiest place on earth, yes. right? There's also the small fact that no one is ever pronounced dead on property. How convenient. There have been a few deaths at Disney parks, but. 
they're not pronounced dead until they reach the hospital or are off of Disney property. Interesting. But that being said, a lot of people do have a strong emotional attachment to Disney. Could be the nostalgia, could just be, reminds them of vacation, could be a family destination. Yes. Um, That being said, people have a bad habit when it comes to dumping their loved ones cremated ashes in the park yeah there's like no other way to you can't really I, like how that. do i how do i put that yeah lightly so we're here with a little psa from mk and sam don't do that please cast members have this cleanup down to a science for a quick and sanitary disposal and they even have a code which is H-E-P-A cleanup. So if you ever hear that, and you're in the parks... I wonder what H-E-P-A stands for. I have no idea. Did you know that they also have a specific vacuum that they use to clean up the ashes? So it's like, if you're, you know, putting your loved one... Like, they're not even going to end up in the ride. They're going to end up in, like, a vacuum cleaner. That's what I'm saying. It is a quick way for your loved one to end up in a landfill. So, yeah, it's just not... So just... And it's unsafe and unsanitary for other park guests... Um, and it shuts down the ride in the surrounding area. So yeah. just think of, before you dump your loved one, loved one's ashes, please consider the fact that you're also probably ruining someone else's vacation. And there are several different alternatives suggested by Disney. So Disney suggests incorporating Disney elements, Disney music into their funeral, or taking a trip to Disney World in their memory. They're, they're like, give us your... They're like, why don't you take a separate trip in their memory and spend tens of thousands of dollars? Also, this is kind of like off the record, but Lake Buena Vista is right there. Okay. So... so if you're gonna... Yeah. And, and they'll, they'll eventually no make it into the, into the park. Into the parks, you would think. But the most popular locations to dump ashes, it's a small world ride. Ew. I would never want to be stuck in there for all of eternity. Are you kidding me? Could you me? imagine? I'd Pirates so of the Caribbean. Okay. Which I, I mean, guess it's because yeah. it's like a water ride. Yeah. Um, flower beds and pots outside Cinderella's castle. Okay. And unsurprisingly, the haunted mansion. Of course. So that leads us to our first haunted ride. And that is the Haunted Mansion ride. Let's do it. And for those of you who haven't been to Disney World, we're going to just be giving like a brief description of each ride just so you can get a feel. Mm -hmm. But the Haunted Mansion is a dark track ride that takes guests on a tour through the Haunted Mansion and grounds of Gracie Manor, which is home to 999 Happy Haunts. But there's room for one more. There is that what they say? Yes, it is. <laughs> Take a trip through the ballroom, the seance room, the attic, which is really interesting because there's a theory from Disney fans online that when you go into the attic, you exit backwards down a small hill off the balcony. Okay. So they're saying that that represents the rider falling off the balcony and dying because only after that point are you acknowledged by any ghosts in the ride. So that's when the ghosts begin to see you and interact with you. It's because you're dead yourself. Okay, well, I usually, most Disney theories, I think, are like a stretch, but that actually makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. And the Imagineers do seem to be very smart and like like think of things like to the tiniest little detail. So that doesn't surprise me. 
Um, you meet spirits like a murderous bride named Constance Hatchaway, Madame mm-hmm. Leota, who's running the seance. You may even take a hitchhiking ghost or two home with you. That part freaked me out as a child. Me too. <laughs> That's going to be a common theme, I think, throughout this Oh, episode. absolutely. So, our first little fun haunted fact for you comes into play in the seance scene. So there's a book on the table that was rumored and then later confirmed to be a real book on witchcraft or demonology dating back to the 14th century. How do they get it? I have no idea. It's not online anywhere. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. It's possible that something was still attached to this book, which is not surprising. Yeah. Because in the ride scene, things would get moved around. So they would come in and the table would be neatly overturned. Like it wasn't thrown around or anything, but it was like upside down, which was kind of weird. Books would be found. Oh, the book would be found in weird places. Okay. Props would be moved around. So it's kind of getting to be like a pain in the butt for cast members. So the book had to be removed from the scene and then replaced with a prop. Wow. Okay. I don't know how they disposed of it, but I was going to say, I wonder where it is. I mean, you think they, you can't just throw away a thir- a book from, like, the 1300s. Like, hopefully no. they have it somewhere. Wow. I don't know. Isn't that, or maybe they, like, got it blessed. Yeah, they put it back. Yeah. yeah. Like the mirror from the Farnsworth house. Yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. Callback. <laughs> <laughs> Which, actually, fun little fact, today we reached 100 downloads on our first episode. Yay! That's Thanks, so exciting. Guys. Um, Next stop, Hollywood. Heck yeah. <laughs> um... So there's also a little boy ghost that's said to be seen on the Haunted Mansion ride in one of the Doom buggies. There's always a little boy ghost. Yeah, I feel like it's that's such a common theme. Yeah. One rider accounts that he was the first rider of the day at the Haunted Mansion, and the cast member that was, like, loading and unloading told him this. Okay. And then he was on the ride and saw a little blonde boy looking back at him from the Doom buggy in front of him. So he got off and he asked the cast member, and he was like, I thought you said I was the first one on the ride. And they revealed that the apparition of a little boy can be seen riding the ride often in the first and last runs of the day. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And you know what? I did read, I don't know if it's necessarily this little boy ghost or if it's another one, but I read that like there's a theory that um, a mother dumped her son's ashes oh. in the haunted mansion. So like his soul is kind of still like there. Which is, like, sad, That's but also, sad. you know, if he loved the Haunted Mansion, I mean... I guess it's maybe, nice. Maybe yeah. he just goes there for fun. I don't know. That's interesting, yes. though. I know. That, isn't that kind of cute? Yeah. Did you have any Haunted Mansion ghosts that you came across? I did. So I was watching this YouTuber named Victoria F., and we, I can, like, all find her exact channel, and we can, like, link it. Yes. Um, but she did a video. She was a former Disney cast member. I think she did two rounds of like the disney college program while oh, she was wow. in college and she I always worked... wanted to do that i know right it, it looks really fun um but she was saying how um during her first i guess program she and her one friend would go and like ride the haunted mansion like before the park closed like just for fun to that freak fun. themselves out and um she was getting off the she was getting off the doom buggy or whatever doom buggy what's the doom yeah the doom doom. buggy yeah so she was getting off the buggy at the end of the ride one night and she saw like an older man with a cane and then she like looked away and then she looked back and he wasn't there but she was like okay like i think i'm just freaking myself out because they would always like read ghost stories and like get each other all hyped up before they went on it so she's like whatever like that was weird but whatever um and then she does the program again the next year and she like 
saw something either online or like one of her fellow castmates said that they were saying that there was a ghost that likes to ride in the evenings and he has a top hat so she was like oh she was like, and so she told her friend she's like i know i never told you about this but i saw this exact ghost so apparently there, there's no confirmation but like he could i mean he could have been someone whose ashes were spread there who knows but i just thought that was super interesting that is interesting. That's crazy. She was also saying how the cast members who worked at the Haunted Mansion often felt tugs on their sleeves or, like, on the end of their coat, and they would, like, turn thinking that there was a kid or something and no one would be there. So mm, just kind of... Creepy. And there's also, um, the sensors would be tricked while the while the rides were empty often. Huh. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, and then also... Seems a little suspicious. I know. And she was also saying how people, like, going back to that the scattering ashes thing, like, the haunted mansion it's so common for people to try to dump ashes there that disney world has put in like sensors or silent wire trips yes so that when people try to like spread them or like move their arm like to you know throw the stuff out it trips the wire and then they have to and then they stop the ride and evacuate everyone so i just thought that was interesting that is that's wild i know they have a downside so yeah it's crazy that it's so popular that they actually like have done something about it. Well, yeah. apparently, um, she was also saying that apparently, once a month, people are caught attempting to scatter ashes. Once a month, mm-hmm. like wow. attempting. I mean, that doesn't mean that, but yeah, like at least at least trying to. So I mean, that's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that's not a. I don't know. I I, know. I, I would not personally be chose to scatter be scattered in Disney World. Yes, agreed. I, Lake Lake Bonavista. It's I know, right, it's, it's right there. It's right it's there. Right, it's right there. I know. And also, we've said before, we think that spirits can travel. Like, I don't think they're yeah, he, exactly... they can go and visit Disney if they want. Yeah. yeah. They're not bound to one spot, hopefully. <laughs> but, speaking of rides that people scatter ashes on... Yes. Now let's move on to It's a Small World. Oh, God. Okay, this one's even scarier. <laughs> so, the ride description is... Take a tour all over the globe and explore scenes from each country where little animatronic dolls show off different aspects of their culture. The fun fact about this ride is it was designed for the 1964-1965 World Fair in New York City. And the original ride that was debuted at the fair is in Disneyland, but an exact replica is in Disney World. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. But, of course... This plays on a super popular fear, which is the fear of dolls. And people are, like, super divided on this ride. And (laughs) grown adults will sometimes have, like, panic attacks on this ride. Oh, my lord. So, it's kind of like, there's, like, a little bit of a disturbing energy on this ride. Um, Unblinking. Yeah, just, like, tiny little dolls. And the song, like, playing repeat over and over and over. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, like, a happy song, but in other contexts, that song could be really creepy yeah. you know yeah <laughs> so another creepy fact is at night all the lights and music are turned off but the dolls keep moving that is disgusting <laughs> that is actually terrifying so it's because of older mechanics in the ride and hydraulics i guess they're scared that if they shut the ride like down and stop it moving it'll it won't start back up in the morning but <laughs> cast members say that you can hear the dolls moving which makes it even scarier i would not want to be assigned to no, that me either i would quit the disney college program if that i was wonder my if assignment. they like haze the new cast members oh my by making them work it's a small probably world. probably oh could you imagine the dolls also have quote-unquote growing hair and they have to get a haircut one to two times a year 
It's because the humidity makes the yarn stretch, but that is so freaky to me. But it also makes you wonder, like, how often... I mean, these have been here for, what, like, a couple decades, and there's the, the yarn is still stretching? Like, how much yarn was possibly in their head? I that I wonder that a lot. That's nasty. That is actually vile. Ugh. Sometimes, this is the freakiest thing, cast members will come back in the morning and find dolls in countries that they don't <gasps> Oh my god. Is that not scary? Oh, that is terrifying. So, here's a oh real, like quote-unquote real story from Small World, which could explain why it's haunted, besides the ashes. Okay. So in 1999, It's a Small World was evacuated for reasons unknown to riders and park guests. Supposedly, someone snapped a picture on their way off the ride, and you can clearly see someone hanging from a noose on the ceiling. Oh my god. We're gonna post it on Instagram with a trigger warning, obviously. Um, this incident was never confirmed by Disney, though, and they keep a very extensive record of incidents that occur on property. Okay. So. I mean, how would someone even get up there? I don't know, but if you look at the picture. Can I see it? It's pretty convincing. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Okay. So, like I said, that incident was never confirmed, but a confirmed incident that did happen on this ride was a paraplegic man was stuck on the ride for 30 minutes and the song never stopped playing. Oh, Because the ride was evacuated and, and they couldn't get him off the ride for 30 minutes. So he had to sit there listening to It's a Small World for 30 minutes. Also, why couldn't they get him off the ride? Uh, you would think that if Disney employees are like trained to handle something such as ashes being scattered, they Maybe might be trained to, someone to get off the ride. A handicapped man get yeah. off the ride, yeah. But Disney awarded him $8,000 for his trouble, so Not I, enough. Not enough. Honestly, if I had to do that for 30 minutes and make $8,000, sign me up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would pay for your trip, so... Yeah. No harm, no foul. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very... Yeah, barely, barely, barely. Um, oh, another little question for you. Yes? Did you ever read the series Kingdom Keepers? No. Oh, my God. It was such a good book. What is it? It's about this group of Disney teens that are selected for the special Disney program. Okay. And they're, like, supposed to be hologram guides throughout the park. Ooh. And apparently there's a glitch in the technology that when they scan them in as the hologram, it allows them to enter the park in their, like, dreams at night. Ooh. And there's this one creepy part where the dolls from It's a Small World come to life and attack them. That sounds about right. Yeah. That would happen. That would happen. It would. I honestly would not be surprised. Now, moving on to my favorite ride, because we're sticking with the Magic Kingdom haunts for right now. Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Um, So on this ride, you take a scenic boat ride through Port Royal as pirates and civilians search for Captain Jack Sparrow. And you see iconic things from the movie, like the Black Pearl and scenes from Tortuga and Isla de los Muertos, Treasure Room. So the movie was actually based off the ride, and then the Captain Jack animatronic was added later. Is there any other instance of a ride being, or sorry, a movie? I guess Jungle Cruise. A, yeah, I was a just movie, about to say yeah, coming Jungle out, Cruise, yeah. I think. There's apparently going to be a Haunted Mansion ride. Or there, a, there's a, a Haunted Mansion movie coming out. A Haunted out. Mansion yeah. movie. And then I thought a while back there was supposed to be a Big Thunder Mountain Railroad movie, but I could be making that up. I would watch it. Me too. I love that ride. That's awesome. 
So there is one specific ghost that haunts Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. And his name is George. And the story, his backstory goes that during the construction of the ride, he was a welder and he died. And different accounts say that he fell from the roof or he was crushed by machinery. And that story is not corroborated by Disney, but it's a favorite among the cast members. Okay. And it's said that after his death, George's mother would visit and then ride the ride alone on repeat, Aww. which is really sad. Yeah. George still resides in the ride, and it's said that he has to be shown respect by cast members. So every morning, the morning group of cast members comes in, and they have to say, good morning, George. Okay. And then the evening crew comes in, and they have to say, good night, George, when they're shutting off the ride. Okay. If they don't do this, the ride malfunctions the entire day. He appreciates mutual respect. I, you know what? He gave his life to to, to make, help this, make ride. this ride. Exactly. It's the least they could do. But if the ride starts to malfunction, it's off. It's like a common argument between the evening and the morning cast members because oh. they're like, "You didn't say good night to him last night. This must be why." No, well, you didn't say good morning. Okay, that's funny. A little chicken or the egg situation. Exactly. So, there's one landmark in the ride, and it's called George's Tower. And it's the windowed tower in the scene with the burning town and, like, the one where they're dunking the man repeatedly in the well. (laughs) Right. And George's initials are marked at the base of this tower, and no matter how many times they're covered or painted over, they always reappear. Interesting! There's also a door behind my favorite scene in the ride, where there are inmates in the jail and then there's a dog and he's holding the keys to the the cell Iconic. door in his mouth and they're trying to get him to come over. Yeah. There's a door behind that scene and if the tower light is lit and the door is open when cast members open the ride, it's a sign that George is feeling a little frisky Ooh. and he's going to cause some chaos on that day. Okay. So he is known to unclip women's bras and smack their butt. George! <laughs> That's not very chivalrous. He'll... I was just starting to like him. <laughs> uh, he'll haunt cast members that are dressed as pirates so they'll get calls on their cell phone from no one. <laughs> they'll like have malfunctions. Um, those sometimes they'll see like a full-bodied apparition of George. That's terrifying. And if someone loudly complains on the ride about the ride, he'll like harass them their entire day at the park. That's hilarious. That okay, funny? overall he sounds fun, like a yes. fun dude. So he's making the most of his afterlife. He really is. Like he's enjoying his time haunting the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. All right, so I know that you have a fun little fact about this ride. Yes, I do. So this is technically about the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland, which is in California. But in the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride out in California, I guess the Imagineers were, you know, constructing the ride and they had skeletons that, you know, were made of plastic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they just thought they, like, didn't look realistic enough. So apparently UCLA's anatomy department gave the Imagineers a couple of real skulls and skeletons to, you know, bolster up the ride and make it look a little more realistic because they were real skeletons. Yeah. Um, Eventually, I think this caused some controversy. I'm sure. And they, especially if they had, if the, if 
Disney like bought them. Like that's kind of it's kind of a little weird. Yeah, it's like not if ethical. you donated your body to science and it ended up in a Disney World yeah. ride, there might be some people that aren't too happy. About yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, so there was a kind of a fuss. Eventually, the skulls and skeletons were all returned for a proper burial. But it is said that there's up to three skeletons or skulls on the California ride still. Did you know that there's one real skull in the Disney nope. World ride too? Which one is it? It's the one right before you get to the treasure room. It's and like, it's on a plaque. Okay. Or not a plaque. I don't. It's like a. It's like set on the wall. Okay. Oh my god. No, I didn't know there was also Isn't one in that Florida. Crazy? Yeah. Wow. Um. There's also a group of ghosts on. This ride called The Ladies. Sounds like a fun little party group. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, on this ride. Yes, on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. They were just like enjoying their day at Disney. They were sitting in the front row and then the boat derailed and they died. I don't, is that confirmed though? It's, I haven't found like a real record of it, but cast members will say that if this spot in the ride, which is apparently the spot, um, where you can see like the black pearl, like Captain Barbosa firing on. Oh yeah, that was freaky. Royal. Yeah. Um, cast members say at this spot in the ride, riders get a sick feeling and they'll feel like a cold. Oh spot. my god. Huh. Um, That's kind of sad. I know. Now the next ride is the People Mover, which I actually don't think I've ever been on. You haven't? I don't think so. It's so fun. It's really fun. So that's the one where it just takes people around on the track for like scenic views of the park. Yeah, and you get to see everything like from above. And you, yes. I, you, I think you go through Space Mountain at some point. Yes, you do. Yeah, so yes. it's actually really fun. Like if you need to get out of the heat for a minute, nice. it's really fun. I've heard that is a very good way to like relax while still getting your rides the Disney in. experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, apparently there's a little boy ghost Ugh, who another. was trying to jump into another cart and died. But he's a full-body apparition that sets off emergency exit alarms sometimes. Wow, that's really freaky. I, I feel like I actually did read about a, a young kid that like jumped off, tried to jump to another cart, so I guess that's what that is. A lot of the things at Disney, and we'll say this again when we go into some of the real-life incidents, a lot of the deaths at Disney are caused by people like blatantly ignoring safety yeah, the rules. Yeah, the yeah. Um. On Main Street USA, Roy Disney apparently walks down the street and he smiles at the park that he helped create. Aww. Isn't that cute? Yes. Um, his brother, Walt Disney, he haunts Disneyland. And it's because Walt Disney actually never got to see... Yeah, Roy took over after yes. Walt died. I actually it. have like a short timeline of events, like a brief history. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that right now. So in 1959, Walt Disney decided that a second sister resort is needed to Disneyland, which had opened in 1955 in Anaheim, California. Okay. So he started looking for potential sites. He considered Niagara Falls, St. Louis, and Aspen, which okay. is like, those are Imagine very St. different. Louis being, or St. Louis being a, a spot <laughs> for Disneyland. So he eventually settles on Orlando, Florida because of the weather and the land prices. But he was nervous that land prices would increase when people found out what it was being purchased for. So the company acquired several plots of land right next to each other under a bunch of different dummy companies. Smart. Very smart. But it was treated as a super top secret operation referred to as the Florida Project. Okay. Have you ever seen that movie? 
No, but I've heard of it. It's an excellent movie. I would Ooh. highly... It's not about Disney per se, but it's a really good movie. Um, on November 15th, 1965, Walt publicly reveals plans for Walt Disney World with Florida Governor Hayden Burns. Okay. Uh, December 15th, a month and a year later, 1966, Walt Disney dies from lung cancer and a circulatory collapse. Aww. His last words, which is like kind of weird, they were Kurt Russell. Okay. Who's an actor that had just signed a deal with Disney Studios. So he was in a ton of John Carpenter movies. Okay. Who's kind of like, so the thing, he's the main actor in the thing. Okay. Um, if you've ever seen Miracle, which is that Disney movie about the 1980 Baseball US or something? Olympic hockey team oh, that won in Lake Placid against I don't know the any Soviets. Sport movies. Okay, I don't love sports movies. That's a good one. Top 15 movies of all wow. time. Wow, it's so good. And this is the one that I recognize him from, which is kind of sad. He's the dad in Sky High. Re- and he was Walt the Disney's last dad. words. Yes. Wow, that is qu- wow. Look at Kurt Russell. So, <laughs> Walt's brother Roy takes over the plans for the park, and on October 1st, 1971, Magic Kingdom opens. Aww. So, Roy Disney dies, sadly, three months later, but he dedicated the park, Walt Disney World, so that everyone would know his brother's name and legacy. Aw, that was very sweet of him. I know. Disney was a phased construction, so they opened different parks and, and resorts and, and, like, the water parks in different years. Yes. Yeah. So some of the important years were obviously 1971, Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary Resort, Polynesian Resort, and Fort Wilderness Resorts, and then also the two Disney golf courses, Palm and Magnolia Golf Wow, courses. a lot of stuff opened in that first year. 1974, Discovery Island opened, and then 1976, River Country Water Park opened, when that, that was closed in 2001, right. which I think you're going to get into a yes. little bit. Um, 1982, Epcot, which consisted of future world and the world showcase opened um 1989 was mgm and typhoon lagoon 1998 was animal kingdom and then in the recent years pandora toy story land and galaxy's edge have opened okay um and then 2020 was another big landmark because the park closed for the eighth time in history due to covid which Mm -hmm. is kind of sad remember um but they took a while. I remember there was like a lot of criticism. It was either like they opened up way like right after. I don't know. I just remember everyone was like mad at Disney for some reason. I yeah, I do remember Something that. With that. I I follow this account on Twitter that's like fake Disney tweets, and I can't remember. Oh my the god, handle, the one that's like making like, early. It's like there was one tweet during the pandemic. Died. It was like every every other day they'll tweet out like goofy as dog like, <laughs> like, yeah. and it looks like like the handle is something like legit yes it's, and so and people like it's, it's like real. disney park news or something it's like so that. funny and <laughs> then they tweeted out during the pandemic they were, i think it was like either like i think they said that they had sacrificed goofy yes for like an end to the pandemic i was that <gasps> that account kept oh my god we had to look entertained it I'll, I'll put it in the show notes because it's really funny <laughs> But anyway, so Walt Disney haunts Disneyland, apparently, because he never got to see Disney World. Okay. So he apparently haunts his apartment on the on Main Street above the fire station. So they have, like, this lantern that remains on in the window. Okay. Because whenever Walt Disney was in the park while he was alive, he would turn the lantern on to signal the cast members that he was in the park. Okay. And it was, like, kind of their little secret code. Okay. Aw. Um, Cute. And then when he died, they, it remains on all the time because it's like he's still in the park. Okay. You know? Which is a sweet sentiment. Yeah. But 
a maid came in one time and I guess hadn't been briefed that it stays on. So she turned it off and then she heard a disembodied voice say, I'm still here. That is terrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> Sound looks like an old man would do though. Yeah, I know. So both Roy and Walt have apparently been caught on surveillance walking down Main Really? Street. Isn't that crazy? Cool. Yeah. That's really awesome actually. Like, so, it's not a sad haunt. It's a cool no, haunt. it is a cool haunt. Most of these Disney haunts are really yeah, sad or scary. Yeah. They're, they're pretty... Jolly. Yes. They're, like, fun. Fun lore. So now we're going to hop on over to another park. All right. We're leaving Main Street. We're leaving... Magic we're Kingdom. leaving Magic Kingdom. Where are we going? Epcot. Ooh. So there's only one record of, like, one haunt in Epcot, mm-hmm. and that is on Mission Space. Um... It's a spaceship control simulator, um, and everyone has, like, a different role. Like, oh, right. Like, right. the engineers. Yeah, that one's way too captain. stressful. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. There's, like, one legend that says that there's a long-haired little girl and a little boy running on and off the ride sometimes. Okay. That's it. And there's apparently no real backstory, but there's, like, a real, like, incident that we'll get to later. Okay. That could be maybe like I think I know what you're that. talking about because I remember I was not allowed to ride spaceship. Um, I was not allowed to ride mission space. Mission space for like the long like for the <laughs> longest time. Yes. Yeah, because it happened in 2005. Yeah, so that was right around you yeah. know when we were kids. Um, Hollywood Studios, the Tower of Terror. Obviously, there's going to be some doesn't surprise some me. That's basically a drop ride, and it's themed to be. Like a haunted elevator in a Hollywood hotel. It's said to take you into the Twilight Zone, so like Rod Sterling mm-hmm. narrates it. Do, 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 do. Yes, right. correct. Um, there is like this ventriloquist doll that sits at the very exit of the ride. I've seen And this his guy. name is Caesar. And it's a, kind of the same thing with George. Cast members must say hi to Caesar or the ride malfunctions. Okay. Um, and it's based off a Twilight Zone episode where a dummy manipulates a ventriloquist, so it's like a role reversal. Okay. And I like convinces it. him to commit crimes. Okay. They're, creepy. I know it is creepy. And I've seen I think I know I've seen Caesar the Doll and he's creepy looking. He is creepy looking. No offense. He's like the typical, like if you think of a ventriloquist doll, like that's that is what, what he, he looks, looks like. like. Um, <laughs> there's also said to be the spirit of a bellhop that haunts the Tower of Terror. And apparently he died of a heart attack while loading passengers on platform D. So if you're on platform D, apparently you can see flickering lights sometimes. Sometimes the attraction will freeze. There's like off-cue ghosts that like aren't supposed to be in the ride. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. And there have been shadow figures caught on surveillance. Creepy. Okay. Um, There are no haunts at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, which just because it's newer. It's yeah, I, I it don't doesn't really carry see, the same like, vibe. No, yeah. it doesn't. It's not like the, not to be like it's not like the classic Disney, but, but it's like, not. It's yeah. really not. Which um, newer one. But now we're gonna get into like some real life Disney incidents. So Sam, do you want to go over the history of Disney's River Country? Yes, I would love to. So Disney's River Country, it's abandoned, and I feel like it's one of the most well known spots for lore i guess like there's lots of rumors around yeah, this place and like definitely it seems spooky but when you actually look like when i actually did look into it like yes there are some really sad things that happen but like 
it's not really known to be haunted. I think the big allure is that it's abandoned and that instead of like, you know, Disney covers their tracks very well. Like, yeah. they're very neat. But with this, they kind of just like let nature take it over. Yeah, like so, they abandoned it. Yes, exactly. Okay. So a little history on River Country. It's 1973. Disney's facing low attendance. You know, they've just opened. Right. Um, right. And they're facing low attendance because there's an economic depression, something with oil. Interesting. Um, and they want to build some smaller, newer attractions outside of the park itself so that people can maybe afford to go to those if they can't necessarily afford to go to Disney World. Okay. Um, it was Thoughtful. loosely based on Tom Sawyer. Huh. So, you know, he's like that mischievous little rascal from Mark Twain, right? That's yes. Him? Okay. So, three years later, it's 1976, River Country opens. Interesting fact, President Ford's daughter took the first slide down. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it was like a big thing. Very exciting. The water came directly from a lake. I don't know if it was Lake Buena Vista, but it was a nearby lake. Yeah, I think. Um, but there was a filter system in there to ensure that the water wasn't stagnant or didn't have any like weird bacteria in it. Okay. So, so it's for a while there, it's like super popular. People love it. They're making money. Um... And it actually gets so popular that, you know, it's only five acres of land and less than 5,000 people can visit per day. Like, it, oh, can't, wow. it really can, okay. it can only fit so many people. So it starts to get too popular for its own good. And Disney's like, okay, like, we should look into, you know, opening something new. Um, so they open Typhoon Lagoon in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And then Blizzard Beach later. Oh, love, love me some good Blizzard Beach. Yeah, right? So as those, as they start making new... Um, water theme parks because this was actually a river country was like the first water theme park or i guess i should say themed water park like in the world it was the first of its kind it was a big deal so after typhoon lagoon and blizzard beach are on the scene like you know river country starts to fade into the background the water wasn't since it came directly from the river the water wasn't heated so even if it was like a little bit chilly that day like they would have to completely shut down the park because the water was so cold um <laughs> yeah attendance is way down it's just it's not as fun or bright and shiny as the new right the new yeah, parks yeah. so it, in the late 90s attendance is like way down like barely anyone's going and they shut down in the early 2000s not permanently but they just shut down for i guess like the season and then right. in 2005 i think maybe it's like two years later after it not being open for two years they officially were like okay it's it's closed it's gotcha. not coming back um but to the, I believe it's to this day. If it's not to this day, then it was, it then. Semi recently. Yes, yeah, semi recently. Um, pe- like people do wander and like take videos and like stuff. Like urban explorers. Exactly. So, um, people say that the music is still playing, the lights remained on for a, a long time. That is so. Yes. Freaking creepy. And it's been taken over by nature. So I mean, like, it is. It's like. I think it's near like Disney, like the Disney wilderness, um, like the wilderness cabins and stuff. You know how you can. Like, oh yes, camp? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so people have like been able to find it and look around, and it looks huh. really creepy. But um, I'm sure those people that are like caught are banned from Disney. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I know. Like it's, a, but it's I not would worth love it. to go look. I would love. I I know. Ugh. So the big, I would say the big urban legend around this is that River Country got shut down. They ended up closing because a child. Um, was swimming in the water and got like a brain-eating bacteria, like an amoeba, and died. Yes, oh, God. So that, so that's like the that when I when I think of River Country, that's what I always thought of, and that's why I thought it closed down. 
And this did happen. A, a child was swimming in the water, and I guess the river filtration like wasn't doing its job. Oh my god! And he got a, a brain infection and he died. But this actually happened in the eighties. So it wouldn't and make sense. And this place didn't close till 2005. Okay. So there was like a good like 20 something year span. But I do think that people look back at that and maybe saw it as like the beginning of the end. Probably. Still really, really sad and horrible. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't technically the reason that it closed. I just think there was dwindling interest. Huh. So yeah, pretty interesting, right? That is really interesting. I would love to go explore that. And then also, it reminds me of. You know, like, Reddit creepypasta? Yes. Where it's, like, the fake creepy stories? Which I didn't know. I didn't realize that those were fake for, like, the longest time. I thought they were real. I was... Sometimes... I feel like... I think some of them are. Okay. I don't don't know. But there was one going around, around, like, a while back about another water park or, like, resort that Disney had abandoned called Mowgli's Place. Ew. Okay. And I'll link it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But it's actually horrifying oh my god it's like so scary to read but it's about this guy who like goes and explores it and he finds like it said that disney had a reptile house at this place and they just like when they shut down they released all of their like oh lord snakes into the wilderness and then they had like an aquarium that had sharks in it and they like dumped them in the nearby thing and then he like finds his way into a bunker and he finds like these vintage donald duck and and mickey mouse like costumes yeah horrible and he picks up the donald duck one and the human skull falls out oh god and then (laughs) the mickey mouse one comes to life and like chases him out of there and so all of the signs that say like abandoned by disney as he's running out notice he notices that they've changed and now they say abandoned by god Oh my god! <laughs> so scary. People's imagination is crazy. It that is, is terrible. That's the scariest thing we've heard so far, besides the dolls. It's really creepy. So, now bringing you back to reality a little bit, um, let's acknowledge some of the actual, like, besides the uh, brain eating amoeba, right? Some of the real life Disney incidents. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to put a little disclaimer here, mostly so that we don't get sued, but also just, um, you know, acknowledge this us acknowledging that, like I said before, many, if not all of these incidents occurred because of a pre-existing condition, um, like medical condition mm-hmm. or safety cost precautions being blatantly ignored. It's not Disney's fault. It's also not the victim's fault. These incidents are unfortunately just circumstances that are somewhat inevitable when you have 50,000 patrons per day coming through your doors. Yeah, people are going to eventually... Like- there's going to be probably at least a few people that die. Exactly. Statistically speaking. Disney is completely safe if you heed the safety warnings and know your own limits. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, let's talk about some of the incidents. Um, in Animal Kingdom, there were two separate guests that died of heart attacks after riding Expedition Everest and Dinosaur, which okay. is that like, scary That one's fun. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. In- <laughs> <laughs> like she's no, no, like, it's, oh, wait. oh no that's the energy ride. yeah yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. right you're right you're right but that one but there is a dinosaur dinosaur ride, ride is fun <laughs> um and that happened in 2005 and 2007 both had pre-existing conditions wow okay two cast members died on primeval whorl wow yeah that's one of those like the, the, the like, like the triceratops yeah. yeah um one fell from a restricted area and hit her head, and then oh. one died during ride maintenance. Okay. Another fun 
I don't know, fun fact, but like fact fact about Animal Kingdom is they have the only bathroom doors that lock in the park just in case an animal gets out and people need to barricade themselves in the bathroom. What were you just saying about Disney being safe? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, But that's never happened, so. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Studios, they had OSHA complaints about safety equipment in the Indiana Jones Epic Stunts spectacular okay in 2006 a 12 year old boy died after riding rock and roller coaster and and then in 2005 a 16 year old girl died after riding tower of terror and both had pre-existing conditions oh i know very sad in epcot 194 different riders were treated by paramedics after riding mission space yeah this is why my mom will not let me ride it it's it is a very disorienting ride oh my gosh but it's not worth it. In 2005, a four-year-old boy died after riding Mission Space. He had a pre-existing condition. Aww. And then a, in 2021, a 58-year-old man died after riding Spaceship Earth, and he also had a pre-existing condition. Okay. Wow. Um, then there's also this incident that I came across, and there's really not a whole lot of information about it. But a man apparently shot himself outside of the park after his girlfriend broke up with him in Epcot. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. that's probably why there's not... Disney probably was like, we don't want this. Yeah, don't want to be affiliated with that. Wow. But it is really sad. I know. These are horrible. I know. Um, in Magic Kingdom, in 2017, there was a 54-year-old man that died after riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. He had pre-existing conditions... 2014, 22 year old girl died after writing It's a Small World, also had pre existing conditions. In 1977, a four year old boy drowned in the moat outside of Cinderella's castle, Dear God. which is horrifying. Yeah. Wait, is the moat filled with. I guess it is filled with water. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's that, that one is really, really sad. Yeah. Um, if you remember back in 2020, the Jungle Cruise boat sank, and then that TikTok went viral of it sinking. Yes, do I remember? do vaguely recall that. Yes. Wow. Twenty twenty. That was kind of funny. Yeah, um, that's a good. That's a funny one. Because no one got hurt. Yeah. In two thousand five, a seventy-seven year old woman had a stroke on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh wow! But it was said her family members came out and said that it wasn't an un- unexpected death. Okay. Like it was kind of. They saw it coming. Okay. Um. And people have also lost fingers on this ride, apparently. So that's why they say keep your hands arms, and arms, hit, yeah, your whatever, arms, arms and legs and inside the extremities vehicle. inside the car. Their fingers, what the heck? I know. Um, there were four separate deaths on Space Mountain. All of them had pre-existing conditions. Um, on Splash Mountain, a 37-year-old man felt sick and tried to exit the ride while it was moving, <gasps> fell, and then was struck by the next cart. Oh, I know. Wow. I, yeah, That's that horrible. One, that one really These are rough. Puts a pit in my stomach. Well, the, we're done with that now. Those are really all the incidents. Yeah, wow. Which, honestly, for operating for over 50 years and having 50,000 patrons come in every day and not being closed a single yeah. day... That, there's, there's something to say for for this m- relatively small amount of incidents. Exactly. It's just the fact that, I guess, every, like everyone knows when someone dies at Disney because yeah. it's a huge deal. Exactly. Well, now to get back like onto the funner, the more fun the side funner of things. The funner stuff. Yes. Let's talk about some creepy Disney conspiracy theories. There are many, yes. Um, let's do it. 
So the first theory, which is like, I would argue that is probably the most popular theory. Yeah. Is that Disney was cryogenically frozen before his death. We've all heard this. Yes. And there is also a second part to this theory, which I hadn't heard of before, but apparently there's a theory that his head is underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I heard it was under like a, the castle, Cinderella's castle or something. It, whatever it is, it's it's weird. Well, I guess for, he would probably be under Disneyland, right? Yeah. Because that was like his park. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then also there's like a conspiracy theory that's made popular, that was just made popular, and that it's Disney named the movie Frozen, Frozen, because they wanted to cover up search results so when you search now disney frozen on google the first the frozen pops movie pops up and not anything about disney being frozen if they did think that far ahead and that's why they did that then i have to give them credit that's honestly so smart. that's so smart but i don't there's no i don't think that's why do you think that disney is frozen somewhere no i and also don't think i so. will tell you why so i was watching a video today and it was explaining how Walt Disney, apparently after Walt Disney died, it's either the man, the man who invented cryogenics or, you know, he, he was like the CEO or something of like a big cryogenics company. And he said something in the newspaper along the lines of, oh, Walt Disney wanted his body to be frozen. Like he was planning on freezing his body. Oh, but he really missed out because he didn't, he didn't write it down in his will. So he was cremated and he was saying like, oh, Disney missed out on such a great opportunity. Um, but he wanted to get he wanted to get frozen so like you I'm know sure bring your people did. in and freeze them so I think he almost was using it as like a marketing ploy like oh look at this super famous guy who yep. wanted to get probably yeah but I there's no I don't, I don't believe it and weren't you saying earlier that Disney was like obsessed with death yes he definitely had like a very macabre side which honestly isn't surprising like when you look around at yeah a lot of the themes in Disney so he said that his death obsession apparently began when he was on his family's farm in Missouri when he was a child and there was an owl and I guess he he grabbed it the story wasn't very clear I think we missed a few steps but apparently he grabbed the owl and the owl started to like flap and struggle and like like claw at him so he freaked out and then he like stomped and like to get it like to get it to stop and then Jesus. it died and it stayed with him his whole life. Like, I think that, like, scarred him for life. Like, that's where his, like, Aww, weird fascination with... That poor little owl. Yeah. I know. Isn't that sad? So, I don't... I was like, I don't know what... That was a weird story, but... So, another interesting story about Walt and death is that Walt went to a party, and there was a fortune teller at the party. I guess Ooh. that used to be, like, a... Instead of having strippers, they would <laughs> have fortune tellers telling you your fortune. And the fortune teller told him that he was going to die at age 35. And this apparently freaked him out, which that would freak me out would, too. Yeah, that's why I never want to get like my cards read. I'm like, I don't want to know. I actually those scary things. I got my like palm read, I think. Yeah, in Maine, and from what I can remember, like the reading was a hundred percent spot on. That's why I don't want to know. Isn't that crazy? Yes, though? scary. It is crazy. And then also, this reminds me of Natalie Wood. When right, she was a yeah. little, like a little girl, I think she was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. Her mom took her to a fortune teller, weird. and the fortune—I know, weird, right? But the fortune teller was like, 
oh, you're going to drown young. And then she, she died under suspicious circumstances. So weird. That's why I, I just, I don't know. It just scares me. Yeah. But he was super paranoid after hearing that he was going to be, that he was going to die at age 35. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we know he didn't. But I think a lot of people think that that's why he was able to be so successful at such a young age. And that get makes so sense. much done. Because he was like, I only have this much time left. Like I only have this much time left. Yeah. And then even probably once he passed 35 years, he was like, you know. It's a ticking time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can kind of look at it in like a positive way because it's like he made the most of the time he had. Yeah. And then um, this is probably, I think, the most interesting. I don't know if you know this. I don't know how well known this is, but I thought it was crazy. So Snow White was like the first like huge runaway success of yes. Disney. She's my favorite princess. I know she is. So she, so that was a huge success for them. Disney, um, Walt Disney and Roy Disney um, used the money that they made from the movie to buy their parents a beautiful house in North Hollywood. Aww. I know, very, very sweet. It's like the dream of a child to like, yes. provide this beautiful house. So the parents have moved in. They've been living there for a while. And apparently they had complained uh, of a strange smell that was coming from the furnace. Oh, no. And... A housekeeper comes in later, and she finds them lying on the floor. Oh, God. And she drags them out of the house. Fortunately, Walt's father, Walt and Roy's father survives, but their mother does pass away. Aww. So he always, Walt always blamed himself because he, you know, he was the one that bought her the house, and there was the carbon monoxide leak. That's genuinely oh, yeah, I don't think I ever so said this. sad. But yeah, it was a carbon monoxide leak, so he blamed himself. He was like, if I hadn't bought that house, maybe she would still be alive. Um... And a lot of people think that that's kind of why so many Disney characters don't have mothers. Like, it's almost become a meme of, like, oh, like, no Disney baby No Disney princesses. Yeah. yeah. So, just something interesting um, and really sad, actually. So, he, I mean, I, death is a part of everyone's life, but he, it really, like, reared Stuck his head him. a lot yeah, yeah. His, throughout his life. I wonder if she was the inspo for Bambi. I know. That, that's what people were saying. Yeah. That's horrible. I know. That's, oh. I can't watch Bambi, like, to this day. I can't I know. watch it. It's so sad. It is so sad. I also think it's kind of boring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next Disney conspiracy theory was that there, this one actually takes place in Disneyland. So okay. I know I said that we were going to keep things to Disney World, but I just thought this one was so interesting. So there's, like, a secret club called Club 33, mm-hmm. and it's just for, like, top of the top members i don't know how else to put that but apparently people think that it used to be a meeting place for like the freemasons slash the illuminati oh okay that's all i have on that one that's yeah that was just a theory that was put forward interesting and then of course there was like the conspiracy that the mogulis place that we mentioned earlier was actually a real place okay yeah that's what i was wondering i was like is this based off of anything no it's not creepy but um that one was proven to be fake like okay yeah I thought it was probably like, hey, I made this up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tea. Um, so I know we covered like a lot of dark stuff and like with especially with the real life incidents. So I just thought a fun way to end this would be going over like some fun behind the scenes Disney facts. Absolutely. Because my I was telling you earlier, but my favorite part of going to Disney is like a month to like a few weeks before I go. And I'm just scouring the Pinterest boards for, like, the best places to eat. Like, the funnest facts. Like, the hidden Mickeys. The hidden Mickeys. I had a huge book of hidden Mickeys when I was a kid. (gasps) And I would, like, 
go around the park looking for them. It's so fun. It hidden Mickey searching and pin trading. Oh my gosh, best pin, parts we about love Disney. pin trading. Best parts about Disney. All right, so let's talk about some of these. These are definitely fun facts. Like, yeah. I love. Not just, yeah. I love these, like, little facts, you know. All right. Do you like these little facts? I do. I do <laughs> like these little facts. <laughs> let's hear some of these little facts. Okay. Our first little fact is on Main Street, USA, they have these things called smellitizers. Ooh. And they're basically, like, fans that blow out enticing smells like popcorn, cotton candy, like fresh baked goods. Okay. That like convince customers to buy more snacks. Because if you're walking down Main Street and you smell like caramel corn, you're going to be like, wow, you know what would really hit right now? Some caramel, caramel corn. Caramel corn. Exactly. So, That's so interesting. It's like one of those weird marketing ploys, like almost like how in Vegas – casinos Mm -hmm. they'll pump in like pure oxygen to get your adrenaline racing and then they like won't put in any clocks in there so you could be in the casino for like four or five hours and have no idea have you ever been into the atlantic city casino i feel like it's like the tropicana one it has like the the sky and it's a bright blue sky Mm -hmm. even when it's nighttime yes okay so it's like that it's like a little bit of like a, a like messing with your mind. I mean, this would the smellitizers absolutely have worked on me and will continue to work. Oh, on absolutely! Me. If they come out with a smellitizer that's turkey legs, forget it. All bets are off. Forget all. it. <laughs> I will ask for a really <laughs> plug in that. <laughs> double fist turkey <laughs> legs. I really, I really am crazy. I really am too. Is there like a way that we can make them at home? Or do we have some sort of like deficient, like nutrient deficiency that we're both craving them so Maybe. much? And yes, I'm sure we can make them at home. But like, Let's try it. I don't like handling raw bird. All right. Meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'll do it. If okay. you find me a recipe, okay. we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. Then you Fair post trade. it on your food blog. <laughs> Everyone go follow Fry Baby blog. Except I haven't posted in like four weeks or months. No way. You post more often than that. I'll have to post something tonight so that. All your food looks so good. We have. We should go to Disney. Just you know, as an opportunity for your blog to grow. Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. for us to do some first-hand we, research for we this can podcast. Write it off. In the, I wouldn't consider myself a expenses. Disney adult, but uh, I would consider. I would consider us closeted Disney adults. I. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I think Disney adults get a bad rep because, like, some of them are weird. Some of them. Weird, t- some of them Potter take adults. it to like another level. Which, if Disney is your obsession, do what you love. I. I get it. I get where Disney yes. could be like. An obsession. But like, is it really that much weirder than like football adults? Like, no. Grown men like screaming, screaming and at the TV. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. get, yeah. So listen. We all have our things. Exactly. So I guess Disney? you know what? Maybe I am a Disney adult because Maybe I, love, I, am too. I still love Disney. We're loud and proud. Because I'll tell you, like I think I mentioned in the last episode, mm-hmm. um, when Zach and I went to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. We would pass like these big billboards on the side of the highway for like the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and like there was just like something where I was like, ooh, I wish we'd fit a day into into our schedule, you know? You're like, Orlando, you're like, Universal's great, but we know we're the real. I I personally prefer Universal, but. To Disney? Yes. You're insane. Ride wise. Oh, ride wise. Okay. I, th- I think they both know. have their perks. Yes, but you're not insane. You're not insane. I'm I'm more of a thrill seeker, I would think. Okay. But there's something about the nostalgia of Disney that is, like, untouched, okay. you know? Fair enough. Anyway. I accept it. So, 
you may be wondering why you never see like Buzz Lightyear in Frontierland or like <laughs> talk about that anachronism <laughs> exactly or like Ariel you never see her in like Pandora. Tomorrowland Wait, yeah anyway well there's this secret system of utilidor corridors that go underneath the park and that's how characters get around without being spotted so as to not ruin the magic of like yeah and so i guess those are would it be like two alice in wonderlands like crossing paths yeah exactly exactly okay underground that's a little spooky i know so uh, i don't know that's i kind of want to like check that out i think that you can pay i think you can pay like there's like some sort of like oh for like tour. a VIP tour, but it's like it's like five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not. Or something insane. I don't want to yeah. see them that badly. And I'm like, I don't want to ruin the magic. Either, yes, you me know? either. Like, yeah. Um, there are secret menu items at almost all the eateries in the park. So I like, like the sound of that. again, might have to make a trip out there. Or Business expense trip. <laughs> um, so this doesn't happen anymore, but you used to be able to yell, "Andy's coming," and any. Toy Story character would have to like drop everything that they're doing and just like hit the deck like they do in the movie. That's hilarious. Isn't that so cute? But that's a hazard. Exactly. One of the Woodies I think got hurt doing it, so then they just continued. <laughs> so Walt Disney had this, like, I don't know if it was like an obsession, but he like okay. wanted everything to be like pristine in the parks, and okay. it really is. Like, the, yeah, the parks are so pristine. They're that's a good spotless. Word for it. Um, so there is like, this is a pretty well-known fact, but you're never more than 30 steps from a trash can, no matter where you are in the park. Wow. And there's no gum sold at any of the stores within a park, within the park so that they wouldn't find like chewed gum on like the underside of the ride seats and like. Yeah, that's smart. I guess it was like a pet peeve of his, which honestly, that's really smart. Yeah, there's nothing worse than stepping in gum or like having your hand graze some old oh, gum. Oh, that really would ruin the magic of my day. Exactly. Good for him. Smart. This is one of my favorite facts. So Liberty Square was designed to be historically accurate for like the 18th century time period that is modeled after. Okay. So Liberty Square, if you can picture it, is this is in um, Magic Kingdom, right? I yes, in Magic Kingdom. Mixed up with like the America Pavilion. Yes, it's it's Magic Kingdom. It's over where... Um, haunted like, Mansion? Yes, the Haunted okay. Mansion, the steamboats. Okay. There's like a Liberty Tree Tavern. Right. Yes. Um, so there is a sidewalk, and it's a red sidewalk, and then it has like almost like a river of brown running through it. Interesting. And that's totally intentional. It's designed to look like the raw sewage that was flowing down the streets of Colonial America because people would oh, throw wow. their like waste out the window okay is that not reported like human excrement i'm looking at the that is too funny isn't that gross though (laughs) who eventually figured this out i like the imagineers they think of everything that is crazy that's hilarious honestly another fun detail about liberty square is that all of the buildings have crooked shutters on them okay and that's totally intentional it's due to the fact that back in colonial America, there was a metal shortage because of the wars that were going on. Okay. So people would tie their shutters on with like leather straps. And then over time, the leather would deteriorate. So that all of the shutters in colonial America were pretty crooked. The detail? That is insane. I know. Isn't that? Wow. Did that like blew my mind. I didn't know that one. There's also no bathrooms, which I found out 
the hard the way, hard way. <laughs> in <laughs> in Liberty Square because like there was no yes that's the nearest bathroom so I was like sprinting through the park um yeah I guess they wanted to keep people didn't go to the bathroom there back was, in the yeah ages. no buttholes are actually like a <laughs> recent invention <laughs> you may not know this um, but they actually like they had didn't have indoor plumbing yeah like, so they're like disney's not gonna put like outhouses like, this is not so. historically accurate and then also the liberty tree which is like the big kind of like focal point of liberty yeah. square um has 13 lanterns in it okay hang they oh, represent cute. the 13 colonies of course the acorns from that tree have been used to grow over 500 other trees really yeah i wonder where I, I don't know. Part. That's really cool. 500. Okay. 500 wow. other trees. Um, obviously, we were talking about the hidden Mickeys earlier. So Classic. there's like little decals of Mickey. They can be like in the rock formations. I know there's one like carved into the aerial ride. Yeah, right. Um, or there's like a rock formation on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad that has yeah. one. Splash Mountain is like chock full of it. Okay. I hope that's, I do hope that's something that they keep in the retheming. Is the, I'm sure they will, or the maybe they'll add Mountain. new ones. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. I remember like, I there was one, there was some sort of um, restaurant that you and I and our families went to. I, I want to say it was an like artist's point or something, but I remember there was like a huge mural and like one of our moms saw like a little hidden. Yes, I vividly out. remember yeah. that. That was also the dinner where your dad ordered venison spring rolls and he was like, here, do you want to try this? And I tried it and he didn't tell me what venison was. And then I ate it and he was like, you just ate Bambi. And I like literally was in his That's so mean. <laughs> That is so mean. <laughs> I was like, have you had like, a couple drinks? <laughs> what the hell? Like father, like daughter. Because when me, you, and Caroline, oh, who's also me. like our other oldest cousin, your sister, yeah. went to the Be Our Guest restaurant. Oh, this is so My funny. youngest sister, her favorite princess is Belle. Yes. And she ordered something called the Feast a la Beast. And it was like meatloaf. It was like a literally meatloaf. And Caroline told her that she was, in fact, eating the beast. She was like, the, and she was like, Belle got mad at the beast and cooked him into a meatloaf. That's why, that's what you're eating. And Hope started crying. She started, like, like full-blown hysterics. Oh, my God. So many great family members <laughs> in Disney World. Generational trauma. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um... So in addition to these hidden Mickeys, there's also in the Tangled bathroom area yeah. hidden Pascals. Okay. Which they're so fun to look for. They're like these little which Pascal is the little chameleon. The little, yeah. Um, and they like blend in with the thing. There's like something like thirteen of them. Okay. And I love I love looking for them every time I'm there. I didn't even know that those existed. I'm looking them up right now. They're adorable. Um, oh yeah, they're really cute. Oh I know, aren't they so they're so cute. Pascal's also like one of my favorite Disney sidekicks, I think. He probably is my favorite one. The number one? Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. Um, which also, Rapunzel, I'm going to say this once and then we'll move past it. Tangled deserves a bigger part of the park than, than a, bathroom? a bathroom. Yeah, that's like sinful. It is. Um, Disgusting. Oh, this is a fun fact. So there, all of the American flags that fly in the Disney parks are like incorrect Right. They have, like, one less stripe or one less star, so it's not actually an American flag. And they do this so that they don't have to take them down and fold them correctly every night. Oh, yeah, that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. But there is one correct U.S. flag. Okay. Do you want to guess where that is? I feel like I've heard this before. Is it, like, 
on Main Street, like, towards the beginning, like, when you walk in a park or something? No, it's in the U.S. Pavilion in Epcot. Oh, it is? And it's actually a flag that was recovered from the rubble after 9-11. Really? Yes. Wow. Isn't that neat? That's amazing. I know. Aww. And then also, like, another little heartwarming thing um, that Disney did was they were a little bit concerned about their envir- their impact on the environment. Mm-hmm. So they <laughs> bought... Yeah, I know. <laughs> they bought 12,000 acres of wetland just for pure conservation matters. So Disney owns, like, 12,000 acres of, of wetland that can't be touched by, like, developers or whatever. Nice. Just to conserve it down in, in southern Florida. That's awesome. Which is really nice. Next year, they're going to be like, just kidding. Wetland <laughs> Island. <laughs> wetland Kingdom. <laughs> it was all an ulterior motive. I'm just kidding. Um, so, oh, I love this fact. So, there's no buildings taller than 200 feet in Disney. Okay. Which is not super huge if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, 200 feet, not at 200 all. 200 feet is not that tall. But any building that's taller than 200 feet in Florida requires a blinking red light on top for airline safety so okay. that like an airplane doesn't accidentally fly into So that it. would ruin the aesthetic. Exactly. So all of them are like, I think the castle is something crazy like 199 feet. Like, okay. Literally they just went to be right like, up yeah. to it. Okay. But they use this thing called forced perspective. Right. So if you're standing on the ground, you're looking up at the castle and like it looks super tall, but that's just because like the parapets on the tower are like actually smaller and narrower so it looks like the higher it goes the smaller it's getting ah interesting so if you actually took a look at it it's totally disproportionate but from where you're standing from your vantage point it looks like it's super tall i would love to go all the way up there and see how small everything really is well they have the disney the cinderella suite that you have to win in like you have to win your stakes but yeah that's awesome isn't that neat so since the park's opening, there have been over one million pairs of sunglasses in the Lost and Found. Wow. Which actually doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more. Yeah. But I mean, that's still insane. <laughs> <laughs> over the lifespan of the park so far, there have been like a couple of rides that have come and gone, like Snow White's Scary Adventures, which scared the crap that, out of me that, when that I was a kid. That was really scary. Yes. Um... And also one of them was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Which was a weird one, right? Yeah. Did I don't go into hell or something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now that ride is now the Winnie the Pooh ride. But there's still like elements of Mr. Toad in the park. So they have okay. a Mr. Toad tombstone um, at the Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Isn't I that kind of the Winnie the Pooh ride. I was like, uh, how no, does this fit in? No, but there's a mural on the wall in the Winnie the Pooh ride of Mr. Toad handing the deed to the ride to Winnie the Pooh. That's very sweet. Or Owl or something. Yeah, one of the Winnie the Pooh characters. That's so cute. Isn't that so cute? Um, this is actually at Disneyland, but there's a pet cemetery behind Haunted Mansion. Oh. And it's fake. But okay, I was like, mm. Isn't that kind of neat? And then at the queue... In the queue um, at Disney World, there's said to be, like, a ring embedded in the concrete, and it's supposed to be the murderous bride in the attic's ring. Hatchaway, Ms. Hatchaway. Constance Hatchaway. And actually, my sisters and I have found it before. Really? Yes. Okay, so it's confirmed. It's confirmed. It's there. And it's really neat. But you have to, like, keep your eyes peeled. It's near a garbage can. Okay. 
in the in the line. See, usually when I'm on that line, I try and do a fast pass. Although I guess the fast yeah. pass isn't a thing anymore. So yeah, I now you said it's like a time. genie pass or whatever. I'm not paying for that. I don't Just know. kidding. I probably will. But I probably <laughs> would honestly, um, to get more rides in. Yeah. Disney actually, when Space Mountain opened, they brought in real astronauts to ride Space Mountain. Okay, isn't that kind of neat? Yes. I, were they were they thrilled? Yes, I think or were they so. Like, Does this they were happy with it. To real space. Well, I mean, if you're an astronaut, I have to think that you live for the thrill of That's things. That's true. Do you th- have you heard that um, urban legend that a, a kid stood up on? Space Mountain and it got like beheaded. Yes, that freaked me out so bad. Because apparently, if you ride Space Mountain with the lights on, and you see how close like you are to the other rails, yes. like it's not an issue. I think unless you're over like six foot seven. Okay. But All like tall kings still, and queens out there. I, that's like one roller coaster that I'm not gonna put my hands up on. I wouldn't either. I never do. It would scare and, me. And like in the in the flashing lights, like when you can see like the little like yeah wires and like pipes and stuff it's like oh it's a little yeah. freaky um in epcot that living seas with nemo and friends you know how there's like right. the aquarium at the end, at the end yeah. it's actually the second largest aquarium in the u.s behind the georgia aquarium really yep because i i don't think i've ever actually gone through that oh it's it's beautiful okay I, if i could have one job like in disney it would i be... think it would be working at that aquarium really yes i would definitely be making the mickey the mickey you wouldn't be a like a like a character. Oh no! Yes, I would want to be a Disney princess, or I would want to be making like the, the confectionery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so fun. But that's I had no idea it was the second largest. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that huge. Interesting. They have like a manatee nursery in there too. I guess I've never like where they like nurse manatees back to health. Aww, it's kind of cute. That's so sweet. Um, also in the Epcot like pavilion over there, um, is that living with the land ride? Right, of course. I love that ride. That one also gets a lot of hate, one it's of so fun. the most underrated rides in it's Disney. It's so relaxing. It is so, so relaxing. And then you get to go, my, like, dream goal in life yeah. is to live in, like, one of that country house that they have, like, <laughs> in that ride. And it has, like, the wraparound port. porch and, like, the chicken coop out back oh and, like, the dog on the porch. I would literally give anything to live in that house. I'm, li- I'm going to look up a picture of it right now. It is so cute. I've been in it so long. But anyway, so in that ride, they debut, like, some of the greenhouses. Okay. And Disney's, and, like, the aquaponics, which right. I think is so neat. Well, you're into all the environmental I know stuff. I am, but, like, I think that is so cool. Yeah. Disney actually grows 30 tons of produce per year. That they serve in the parks. Wow. So like, if you're, I know one of the, like the That's more popular, yeah, one of the more popular snacks is like the Animal Kingdom. They have like this corn on the cob. Oh, right. Yeah. Some sort of like elote. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, and that's like grown at Disney. Really? Mm-hmm. See, that would make me want it. That would make me even more want it to get more. The corn yeah. On the cob. So I don't know why they don't advertise it. I know. But you're doing advertising for that. I am. Want her her coin. Um. In Living with the Land, don't they have, like, Mickey-shaped, like, cucumbers yes. or, like, something, mm-hmm. right? Like, something like that. They'll I use, that like, so molds funny. to, like... That's so cute. Lock it in. I, I love that. I would That's, that. I know. Me too. Anything I always want to, like, get off that ride yes, and, like, walk right? around the I know. <laughs> Apparently, people have done that before, and they just, like, promptly got kicked out. Yeah, there so. was... I remember there was a, a viral TikTok, maybe, like, last year of a woman who 
tried to get off of it. Yes, I remember the that. Like, she was trying to grab a cucumber or something funny, <laughs> and then she got kicked off and banned for life. Tragic. I was like, oh, I know, I know, I know. Imagine getting banned for life from Disney. I was like, That'd she, be sad. Was, she did what all of us weren't brave enough to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this I thought was interesting. So my favorite band of all time is U2. Yes. And they were originally supposed to be like the background track instead of, of Aerosmith? rock and roller coaster instead of Aerosmith. Really? Mm-hmm. And then they, I something it, it like fell through, but that's who they that's who Disney originally had in mind. Do you think that you two would have been a better fit? Um, y- depending on what songs they used. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I was gonna say I, you tell me if I'm wrong because I don't know a ton of you two or Aerosmith. I know. Horrible loser. Um, but isn't I feel like U two is like slightly more chill. I so U two has a couple of songs that would like really get me pumped up on okay. a roller coaster, but probably not as many like heavy like, heavy hitters as Aerosmith. Yeah. Okay, that makes like, sense. Like Aerosmith has like Dream On, like yeah. Sweet Emotion. Like that's not really like a banger. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess it's not. It's more of like. A- but, like, if they played like, Elevation by U2... Then that would be... That would be, like, lit. I could get my rock and roller coaster on. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> um, That's interesting. Wow. This was, like, kind of an urban legend that was actually proven to be correct. So Disney has, like, this kennel of feral cats... I have heard this. <laughs> <laughs> ...that they release every night. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Oh, the fact they're feral is so funny they just like let them out into the parks every night and they take care of like any any little mickeys that are running around oh no mickey mouse and Minnie. well i'm just wondering i've never seen i know there's like the stereotype of like cats eating mice i've never seen a cat eat a mouse or you are lucky i don't i've never had a cat um actually i had one when i was like first born what i don't remember yeah bubba Bubba. Oh, Bin Bin and Bubba. Of course, Bin Bin Bubba. Um, but I had a friend in middle school who had this cat, and I the cat like hated me for okay. whatever reason. I loved this cat. She this cat did not love person. me back. Apparently, when you love a cat, it like like they can sense it and they don't love they you don't back. Love on me back. Or I have a scar on my arm still from this cat. I was when wondering I just, why like, you were looking at your arm. I was like, what's going on over there? <laughs> I like one time was petting this cat, and I guess I like hit a spot that. It didn't Hit a like. nerve, okay. And I like, turned to say something to my friend, and I was like, what the heck is going on? I turned back, and its like mouth was like clamped <gasps> around my arm. <laughs> I still love cats, though. It's not I'm not trying to bash cats. But is this but... the cat that you saw eat a rat? Yes. A I was mouse? like chilling outside by her pool one okay. day, and I like heard this squeaking, and I like looked down, and the cat had like a mouse <gasps> in its mouth. And you're like, and, and it like brought... was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> you're hurting me. <laughs> but the cat like dropped the mouse, and the mouse actually like ran off. Okay, but you I have seen it catch. Oh my like gosh, a cash. So wow. Okay, the feral cat. The feral cat. How do they make sure they ground them all up before sunrise? I don't know. Like I genuinely have no idea. Maybe maybe the cats are like smart enough that they figured out that like if they keep coming in and like they're gonna keep getting fed. Yeah, the rodents. But anyway. That's hilarious. Hey, it sounds like it works because I've never seen a rodent at Disney. Me either. That wasn't supposed to be there, at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Disney has 
this like really good reduce reuse recycle program Ooh. where they just reuse their animatronics okay um so Interesting. some of the old hall of presidents animatronics are now in spaceship earth oh so as themselves or no. as other people okay so dwight d eisenhower became a mandolin player okay william taft became an egyptian priest this has got to be some type of appropriation, I think. Um, Teddy Roosevelt became a Roman senator. Okay, as he should. Franklin Pierce became a scholar sitting on the floor. <laughs> this is so weird. Zachary Taylor became a Roman centurion. Okay. And John Tyler became a Turk. <laughs> okay, that is so funny. So I guess after they put them and make them become what? What? What are you making? Hold on. Um. So John Adams became Johann Gutenberg. What? <laughs> and then Andrew. Oh no 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 wait wait. John Adams became a monk. Oh. And then Johann Gutenberg and his printing assistants were once James Buchanan Andrew Jackson. Stop. I'm That's dead hilarious. Serious. So I guess when so but I guess I'm wondering why they take them out and then just replace like if Andrew Jackson is being turned into Johann Gutenberg, <laughs> then, like, do they just make a new Andrew Jackson? I guess so. Or maybe... That's so funny. I actually have never been in the Hall of Presidents, so maybe they make, like, a bust or something. Okay. Because that's going to be really funny in, like, a couple of years when, like, a George Bush, like, is, like, Cleopatra or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so funny. So, also on the Hall of Presidents, I just want to cut in real quick. Yes, yes. Do you remember this from a couple years ago when... I'm not trying to get into politics, but basically um, there was a conspiracy theory going around that people were assuming that Hillary Clinton was going to win the 2016 election. And so they had started to build her animatronic yes. for the Hall of Presidents. And then Donald Trump won. And I guess Disney kind of had to like make do with like the frame that they already have. And if you look at a picture of like a side-by-side -side of the Donald Trump animatronic <laughs> and Hillary Clinton, like they do look so similar. It's crazy. Wait, let me see. Look at so, like, that doesn't look like Donald Trump. No, it doesn't. And I mean, I guess Oh, it's, my God. And apparently, um... That, that definitely, Disney I Disney like has, like, changed, has, like, slightly changed the Trump, um, but, like, uh, like, animatronic. It does kind of look To like make it look more Clinton. like him. But, like, if you look at the side-by-side, -side, the original one, like, like it Look looks, at the nose and the I lips. I know, I know! So, I just think that is, like, the funniest thing ever. Like, they had, like... The, the nose, the lips, and, like, the setting of the eyes. Yes! Yeah. Is very Clinton-esque. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> I had to mention that. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, continue. Alright, our last little fun fact, and I thought this was a good one to end on, because we are, of course, East Host... East Host? East Host Cots. <laughs> Careful. Careful. We are, of course, East Coast Haunts. So, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is... The story of, like, runaway trains. Everyone knows, like, the miners um, during the gold rush. Right. Uh, Classic. But apparently the backstory is supposed to be that the runaway trains yeah. are being crewed by, like, vengeful spirits that don't want them panning for gold on the mountain. So Why? it has, like, kind of a paranormal backstory. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. So apparently, like, the riders are supposed to be ghosts. We are ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. That are defending their mountain. From the, from those darn panners. Yeah, what, what, what are those people, what do they call them? Miners. Or 49ers. The 49ers. Yeah, yeah. 
for the, the, the football team, the 49ers. Get out of here. That's so cute. I love that. I love how, Di- yeah, even when you don't think Disney necessarily, like we keep saying, it's the happiest place on earth, but there are so many like little spooky and macabre details in there. Yes. It's really like, there really truly is no other place like it on earth. No. For better or for worse. For, yep. Like the history behind it is so interesting. Imagineers do not overlook one single detail. Literally not a single, like you were saying with like the, the leather, the way that the windows were in the uh, or like American the thing. hidden Pascals, like it's crazy. They're just they think of everything. Or like in the Beauty and the Beast restaurant, they have like the West Wing with the rose. Yes, and like the gray stuff. Like yes. oh, it's just so good. Or like um, also I forgot to mention my other favorite ride yeah. is the Snow White Mo- and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Classic. Um, and like at the end, you can like see them dancing inside the cottage Aww. and then if you like look back as you pass it you can see an animatronic of the witch knocking on the <gasps> door Ooh. it is like Cre- i've only been on that once because oh my god the it's so wait good. is always like five hours that's so crazy and like the the lines too yeah they're like interactive now it's so like you're not bored riding there itself. yes it's disney really is such a great place like I, like I i love, love disney. disney i love to think about taking my kids there someday i do too and i like to go on their website and read the menus and look at the pictures me it's too so fun right we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a point to go back there oh absolutely sometime soon absolutely get ourselves some turkey legs oh yes well anyway that about wraps it up i yeah. think um but until next time make sure you keep following our instagram we're gonna be posting well this post is definitely already up so go check. So go check it out. Um, and if you have any paranormal stories or haunts of your own, if you think the childhood house that you grew up in is haunted, if you saw a ghost, if you have any fun story that you'd like to tell us, please write into us. We would love to hear it, and we might even feature you on the podcast. Um, you can do that through Instagram DM. You can do that through the form on our website, which is linked in our Instagram bio. Of course. You can do that through um, email, email, which is east.coast.haunts at gmail.com. It's also linked in our Instagram bio. Yes. Um, if you are interested in perhaps hearing a bonus episode on haunts in the other Disney parks, let us know. Consider donating to our patreon and let us know because we'll have bonus content out soon and you're not going to want to miss it um we might have some merch coming out soon we've started looking into that we're honestly just really excited that you guys are enjoying this podcast as much as we're enjoying making it we really appreciate all the feedback and all the love and the reviews please keep leaving them we love them we love reading them it gives us an ego boost yes it does but Until next time, we're just two ghouls creeping it real. Or as Mickey would say, see you real soon, pals. See you real soon, pal. (laughs) Ha ha ha!